The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of me and very much reflect the hidden recalcitrant inside each and every one of you. There will be topics in bad taste and many you won't agree with. So keep a leash on your inner SJW and jump on in with an open mind as we explore the controversial. G'day guys, how you going? I'm Lint, as usual. Welcome to episode 7 of Spoken Unspoken. We have another special episode today with another guest on. Uh, Carrie Lamb, who is an office worker extraordinaire, professional rantist, and avid Trump supporter. How are you, Carrie? (laughs) I don't know about the avid Trump supporter, but I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I just needed needed something to get people to listen in. (laughs) Carrie! Yes. How do we know each other? Give us a... Give us a uh, give us you a... are the shit cunt from Prime, and I, I am, am... I am the uh, racist... D. <laughs> the racist. Diva of Prime, and uh, yeah, we've gotten to know each other over the course of a few months, and your drunkenness on remedial, and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're also... You're, you're banging our network executive. On occasion. He would say not, not quite enough, but yeah. I, I think most most uh, men would say not enough. Yeah, more than Duffy, likely. you're you're lucky you get any little nookie at night. All right, Let's just move on. But yeah, and we're friends. We'll say we're friends. Yes, we are friends. Yeah, we are friends. Um, I right, would so what we're piss be on you to put you out if you were on fire. I would consider you. Thanks, a friend. Carrie. You're welcome. That's, yeah, now I feel like part of the family <laughs> now. Yeah, that's a all right. So. That's a that's a big shout out to you. They're, big they're, shower to me. Yes. You would never be on my purge report. But a golden shower. Way. So much not, for the not, silent not. producer, huh? Yeah, look what at do you him want go. From me? Do your job? No, actually no. We want you to, I want you to <laughs> chime in. Oh, alright. Um So this is essentially an episode of Prime just with different intro and outro music. And better topics. <laughs> hey, you're responsible for the topics on Prime too. Yeah, I don't host it, but you're one of the hosts. Yeah, but it's it's kind of Duffy's show. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like going to someone else's barbecue and helping yourself to their beer. It's a bit <laughs> rude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so episode seven. Let's get into it. Today, it's labeled Where Were You? And we'll be talking about third wave feminism and its inability to give a shit about actual issues. What do you reckon, Carrie? You, you want to tackle this with me? <laughs> sure. You couldn't have gotten right. a least feminist feminine person on the show. But well, that's the point, because my ego is fragile, and I don't want to be... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people that are going to argue with me. No, I do. Oh, but, no. Um, I, I'm quite good at... Going both directions and ways. Argument. Are you gonna say you go both no, ways, like no. like like Duffy's backdoor buddy at work? No, no. Really? Uh, do we, do we have to go there every <laughs> single episode? I like when when things spark my memory of that. Okay, so look, we'll start with 2013, and I want to go through some hashtags that were uh, really popular in that year. Okay, and. So this is like the third wave feminists' most important thing that they were focusing on that year. And the one for 2013 was hashtag masculinity so fragile. And this came out in a 
2013, after a UK writer, Anthony Williams, tweeted it with a picture of a salon called Guys Men's Salon. Um, as hashtag masculinity so fragile, you have to get your hair cut at a guy's men's salon, clearly not taking into account that the proprietor of the business, his name was actually Guy. And I kind of feel like as a writer, he should have picked up on that. They were picking apart this salon for its name because it was Guy's men's salon. They're saying like it's like the, the man's man's salon or something like that. It's like you have to name it twice to be masculine and all that sort of stuff. And really, it's it's just a barbershop. It's just a dude's place to go get your hair cut. I don't get what the problem is. You know, if even if it was named that because that's what they were trying to do and not because that's what the owner's name was, so what? Who cares? <laughs> Call it the it, fucking, the, the duty manison of masculinity hair salon for all I fucking care. Exactly. It, it, I don't see where that's you know, pushing women down in any way, shape, or form, you know, my biggest thing with the majority of how people get so butthurt and their panties in a knot, you know, the biggest thing is to remember is sticks and stones, you know. So what? Somebody called you a name. Somebody didn't call you the right name. Somebody looked at you the wrong way. So what? (laughs) Get over it and move the fuck on. Exactly. Like, I just I just love the way that it, it depicts. It's this this third wave feminism movement is it all about like chicks are badass, chicks are, um, you know, powerful and amazing and all this sort of stuff. But at the same time, we have to shelter them from mean words. So which is it? Are women super powerful and awesome, or do we do they need protection from everything? I, I think it it's hard to try and come across as being tough or strong when you have a world where everybody's a winner. You know, you can't have a loser. Everybody's a winner. You can't sit Indian style anymore. It's cross-legged. It's this, it's that. It's all this PC bullshit. what's that about? The Indian style? Yeah. It's where when you sit on the floor when you're a kid and you can still Mm. have the flexibility to get back up off the floor... You... What, the most comfortable way to sit down <laughs> is now, like, you're not allowed to do that because someone did that before us. Well, they, they called it Indian style because that's whenever you would see, like, depictions of Native Americans sitting, you know, around a fire or whatever they're doing, they're sitting there with their legs crossed. So they would always say, they you didn't know, that's Indian style. fucking invent chairs. That's all it was. <laughs> exactly. They hadn't invented fucking allowed, chairs yet. <laughs> but you're not allowed to call it Indian style. Because that is degrading to the Native American, and it's like, I'm sorry. It's a fucking term. Get over it. It's just the most comfortable way to sit down, and that's the most depicted portrayal of that, because when we started making movies and all that sort of stuff about Indians, we went, oh, well, that's the way they sit, and we want to portray them accurately, so that's the way we'll do that. Or should we have them all played by white people? Um, white sitting people with in paint on their face, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's racist too. You're not allowed to paint your face anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know, there. I saw, not that this has a damn thing to do with feminism, but you mentioned that there was a little boy who wanted to dress up for Halloween as his favorite uh, NFL star, 
And right, yeah. Lo and behold, of course, NFL any any really amazing uh, athlete is typically going to be black. Well, the little mm. boy was white, so that's racist, Carrie. You're not allowed to say that black people are good look, at things I already either because it's segregating I was them. The, I already told you I was the racist diva from Prime. Leave me alone. And, you know, the little boy, no ill will, nothing. He just wanted to be his favorite football player. And painted his face. You know, mom helped him. And huge, ugly outcry over that. And it's like it's a child. You know, he's not. I mean, you don't see any public outcry when a woman dresses up as Jack Sparrow and like draws a, a beard on with hmm. permanent marker. Typically, women aren't. Um, they don't have the, the kind of testosterone or genetics to be able to grow a beard. Is that now fucking? Is that sexist? Because you they're portraying think? something that they don't typically have the ability to have, such as what like black skin if you're white. Right, or it's no different than a man dressing up and having breasts. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, oh, some men have breasts, but... Well, yeah, some do. Typically not as aesthetically pleasing as a female's breasts. I don't know. You could find probably some men with moobs that are... Uh, moobs. Shapely and round and... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they say that, like, um, like Dwayne Johnson's got fantastic boobs, but they look like a very <laughs> masculine boob. I don't know that, oh. that it's really a moob because it's all muscle. Yeah, muscle boob, moob. Moob. No, I was moob is man boob, moob. Oh, okay. Uh, well, like, yeah, and then... What the hell is going I on here? I know, right? The fuck is our producer doing? <gasps> I feel pretty! Oh, right. Such a pretty face, such a you kind of kill a conversation when we're both sitting here trying to figure <laughs> out what is that and where is it from. I thought I heard Indian music before. Yeah, it was. Saying, hey, how are you going it, before? It was yeah. Native American music. And then we went into oh, they're all fucking Indians, West man. Side story. Uh, have you you've you've seen um, the thing where like Louis C.K. does a rant about he, you know the white people came to America and they're like, oh, this is India, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, no, 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 this isn't India. And they're like, ah, you're Indians. They're still Indians. <laughs> like, if that still sticks, like, if you can make up a word like YOLO and that makes it into the dictionary, then they're still fucking Indians. Yeah. So they're just Native American Indians. It's all they are. And they wear feathers and they go, raw, 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 and, and they smoke a lot of fucking weed. That's awesome. Good. <laughs> I wish. I wish I could be Indian. I'm not. I'm a pale ass motherfucking white guy. All right, but the other things that were happening in 2013, and that's what we want to get to. So the, one of the main hashtags for third wave feminism was how dare you um, have a men's hair salon and it was kind of like uh, ripping into the masculinity of men. And that was important. What wasn't important enough to make a, a highlighting hashtag on Twitter was that Muslims rape over 300 Swedish children and 700 women in the first seven months of 2013. In the first seven months, and I'm quoting this from a website, so I'm not just so you know that. Um, in the first seven months of 2013, over 1,000 Swedish women reported being raped by Muslim immigrants in the capital city of Stockholm. Uh, and that's the numbers only for Stockholm. Over 300 of those were underage, under the age of 15. And the number of rapes is up 16% so far as of the year 2013 compared to the 2012 numbers. A large proportion of the increased include rape of young preteen girls. 
These numbers are only the tip of the iceberg, according to your authorities. Sweden's real rape statistics are 400 to 900% higher than the official numbers. The BRA website states, as few as 10 to 20% of all sexual offences are reported to the police. And I have a problem with these kind of statistics, but just for the sake of my point, I'm going to run with them. Um, the Swedish Crime Survey... A big fucking Swedish word that I'm not even going to try and pronounce provides a better picture of the extent of criminality with the data on both victims as well as perpetrators, which is lacking in the criminal statistics. Of those who are suspected for sexual offensive, the majority are men and only about 2% are women. And a majority of the victims are women. In th- in a third of reported rapes, the victim is younger than 15. So it's one in three rapes that happen is for, for like someone that's not even old enough to like have their first champagne or a wedding. And the world's response to this is how dare a man get a haircut at a male salon? Like, it's a bit of a fucking problem. Is it? That being said, is it? it? (laughs) Um, Is it really? Hmm. Well, the the bigger question is, you know, when when that article is citing, you know, oh, it's Muslims perpetrating perpetrating the crime are we really looking at a feminist issue or a religious one you know oh, absolutely they- because i'm being muslims being the biggest perpetrator of like sexist um like crimes because of their religion yeah but that's that falls back on religion that's that to me isn't a you know it's it's not like in the u.s anyway when women had to fight to be able to vote, which was real feminism. That exactly, you know, that mm. or you know, fighting to if you work a comparable job, you should get a comparable wage. That's feminism. Mm. You know, to me, if it's you know a woman getting stoned because she was raped because that's what your religion says, that's not a feminist issue. That's your religion telling you to do something, and you're stupid enough to do it. With, but with, like, I mean, how many religions can you kind of name off the top of your head? Probably about 10 or 15, but with Muslims making up over 23% of the world population, they're at 1.6 billion. They are the dominant religion on the, on the planet. Well, they're the dominant wackadoodles. Um, they are, yeah, definitely. But when you take that into account, you're saying that the majority of the world is this religion. Out of all religions, they hold the most people. So that, it's terrifying that we should be talking about Muslims with feminism. Because if feminism wants to change the world and make all women equal and safe and stuff like that, these, these are the places they should start. Yeah, but... Are these but Middle Eastern countries that are ruled by... They would have to get rid a- of... actual patriarchy. They would have to eradicate that religion, though. I'm okay with that. Exactly. You know, all I'm not saying kill go. the people. I'm just no, saying... No, the religion... Fucking hold them down and waterboard the cunts until they see logic. Exactly. It it it's not going to change by, you know, women walking around, you know, with a sign saying, you know, we need to change how no. things are. It's it's deeper than that. It's so much deeper than that. You know, we would have had a hard time in the US trying to, you know, get out of the kitchen and get into the workplace if the Bible said that you know, women absolutely cannot do that. You know, we'd still be fighting for that because when people rely on some mythical being and a magical book to dictate how they run their lives, you know, that that's harder to change. That's harder to 
get people out and go, oh my God, how could we follow that? That was so stupid. But I think you make a very good point. And I would love to look up and do some research on when the suffragist movement um, became big and what the statistics for religion um, were for that. Like how many people would start becoming atheists, how many people would start like kind of leaving the churches and things like that. Because I think that a lot of what like, the male-dominated society pre-1920, when um, women started throwing themselves under horses for the right to vote, uh, it was very kind of church-driven government. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm like, I'm not making any claims about that, but it's definitely something I want well, to look into. The the way, at least the way the U.S. is, it's always been very religious when it comes to the government. Um, Which is a little bit ironic because you've got that whole separation of church well, and state. Well, it took it a while to get there, but they mm. we have never had a Jewish president. We have never had an atheist. We've never had anyone other than a Catholic of one type or another or a Christian. You guys need a Jewish president. Aren't you guys in fucking trillions of dollars of debt right <laughs> exactly. now? Exactly. That's why like we wanted Jew, Bernie. We wanted Bernie yeah, Sanders. Yeah, a Jew would just, oh, man. He'd be like, no, nah, fucking noodles for everybody for the next three years. We're going to figure this out. Right. You know, or even an atheist to be able to stop going, well, you know, oh, but... You know, abortion is wrong. No, it's not. It It's a choice. It's whatever your point of view is. You know, let people make their own damn decisions. Don't worry about what that book is telling you. You know, you mm. need somebody to be able to just step back and deal with shit logically instead of falling back on some bullshit that they were taught as a child, you know, to believe but in. But they're not even... They're not even like parental life lessons. Like everyone should be wildly different in their opinions because their parents are different in their opinions. And as a mother and father, you kind of come together and, and agree on certain aspects of both of your lives that you want to impart into this child. And they're going to have a different opinion to another kid at school because they're raised by someone else. But what you're doing here is is everybody's just kind of congealing behind this one book mm-hmm. and going, no, that's the way it is. It's got nothing to do with any personal experience, life experience, anything like that. It's just straight up, this book says what's what, and that's how you got to be. Right. I mean, everybody, I think, would still have, the, even if you got rid of religion, you know, just trying to be a decent person, you know, you would have that as your core that would make everybody the same, you know, oh, I know I don't like it when somebody calls me a name, you know, I won't call someone else a name. You know, I know I don't like it when somebody takes my toys, I'm not going to take somebody else's toys. You know, it, it's a commonality right there. You don't need a book to tell you to treat people the way you want to be treated. You shouldn't need a book yep. to tell you to do that. Yeah, so And like morality comes from way before religion was a thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it made so much sense back when we were all living in caves, to not kill the guy that brings you meat. Like, that's not <laughs> that's not a religion thing. That's just that's something that we developed so we can have larger societies. Don't kill the, the woman that goes and picks the berries, and don't kill the guy that's the best at hunting mammoths. Like, this, this is not, it's not a new idea. It's like we didn't have to wait for God to come down and hand Moses a couple of fucking tomes and say, you probably shouldn't kill people because I don't like it. Right. We're already well aware of the fact that killing people was a bad thing to do. So especially as an atheist, you, like, you're an atheist too, so you ever get the thing where Christians or Catholics will be like, oh, well, where do you get your morals from? 
Yeah. Being yeah. a fucking human being. It's not that hard. Yeah. And I think if you could get rid of religion altogether, you wouldn't have to worry about a feminist group. You wouldn't have to worry about the LGBT. You wouldn't have to worry about any of these little splinter groups trying to get what they feel is, you know, being treated equally or anything because there'd be nothing out there telling anyone else that what they want is wrong. Yeah, like no one would give a shit. Right, no one exactly. would care. People would just be like, oh, it's suck a dick, man. I don't, I don't care. Right, you want to marry pen. that dude and pay taxes it's like we do? Good. Go for it. You want to get divorced and have to split up all your shit? Go for it. Fucking go for it, mate. That's all yours. You could fucking have it. Right. I mean, religion is more trouble than it's worth. It, it causes wars. It causes diversion. It causes people to hate each other when you really have no reason other than they read one book and you read another. Mm. Can you imagine if there was like like millions of people dying every year because some people let Lord of the Rings and some people like Harry Potter? Exactly. That's that's what it boils down to. All right, let's let's move on because you're kind of tearing apart my arguments here, Carrie. Because <laughs> uh, most of mine are based on Middle Eastern religions. Like these are most of my points. Um, but I'm going to stick with them. All right. All right. So 2014 was free the nipple, um, which is a a, a a cause I am so for. <laughs> um, it's amazing. I can't believe that they think they came up with this, with this themselves. <laughs> Feminists, we should get our tits out all the time. And men are going, no, don't do that. That's terrible. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But the, the main, so we'll go a little bit about where it came from. So the free the nipple hashtag hit social media like a ton of unbridled booby bricks after Lina Esco primarily a marine wildlife activist, uh, directed and released a film-slash-documentary called Free the Nipple, which explored the gender inequality of men being able to have their bare chest out in public and women not having the right to liberate their love bubbles, lactoids, or liberty bells, uh, if you will. (laughs) So this was a huge social... This was met with a huge social media following uh, and support from every woman and her puppies, clearly wanting to express their concern about the world-changing issues of getting one's tits out. But let's look at what else was happening in 2014 under the cover of darkness shaded by the mass mammary militia. <laughs> the Camp Spiker. Do you like that? <laughs> a little bit of creative writing on my part. Um, June 12th, 2014. The Camp Spiker massacre. The Islamic State of Iraq, ISIS, were proudly responsible for the deaths of over 1,500 unarmed Shia Iraqi Air Force cadets in an attack on Camp Spiker in Tikrit. ISIS fighters singled out Shia and non-Muslim cadets from Sunni ones and murdered them. And where were the feminists? Where were the feminists? I'm doing great at talking today. Getting their tits out. Like, that was what they were doing. Uh, 2014 also, a woman aged 25 was stoned to death with bricks outside a courthouse by about a dozen men, including her father... Two brothers and a previous fiancé, the reason for taking this young woman's life uh, in one of the most brutal ways known to man, just after signing the paperwork to make the marriage to the man of her choice, um, it was called an honour killing, because she married the man that she was in love with, and not her cousin, who her father had previously arranged. And where were feminists for that? Getting their tits out. Well. Um, well, I've got, yeah. I got another couple here. Okay. Because as a, a mother and father killed their 15-year-old daughter with acid for looking twice at a boy on a motorcycle. Here are some quotes from that. 
Um, it's from the father. It said there was a boy who came by on a motorcycle, and my daughter turned to look at him twice. I told her before not to do that. It's wrong. People talk about us. Then the mother added, she said, I didn't do it on purpose. I won't look again. By then, I had already thrown the acid. It was her destiny to die this way. The destiny to be murdered by her parents, the people who were meant to protect her by throwing acid on her for looking at a boy on a bike. And where were feminists? Sunning your saddlebags because being impressed, <laughs> being oppressed means you can't run around with your tits out. So let's talk that. Where to start? There's so much with that that's just awful. Well, we'll start with the freeing of the pink new sweater puppies. Um, nice. To me, the only females that are wanting to do that are the nipple and rib club or the fake titted won't move, even if you're jumping up and down club. Mm. Uh, any other woman who has real breasts that are above a size A cup is going to want some sort of support unless they like having them hang down to their knees. I'm uh, sorry. Breaking news, actually. I saw the pictures, and there were some D-cups in there. And I'm telling you, they are stupid. Be well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not debating that. Because I am part of the D-club, and D-clubs like support. But there, there are many depicted women who... And I'm not uh, surprised not that you looked at the picture, by the way. I mean, come on! I am I am all about the sweater puppies. Yeah, I'm yeah. Quite but aware. there are many women that that wouldn't exactly adhere to the modern, or like the cosmopolitan beauty standards that are, who are um, behind this movement. Yeah, I'm sure it's the kind that I've told before that if they're going to uh, wear anything that you can see your underarms, use a razor. If you're going to wear shorts, use a white razor. It's just public courtesy. But, um, yeah. you know, if... No, no, you can't say it's public courtesy because assuming that the public doesn't want to see these um, <laughs> women in all of their, their natural prime... As a female, I don't want to see another female with her shirt off. I really don't. I don't even particularly like it when a man's walking around with his shirt off. Sorry. Where's the hashtag free the gut? Like, just big dudes walking around with, like, a Hawaiian shirt open, just gutting it out. It's one thing if you're home, do whatever the fuck floats your boat, you know, but if you're out and about, if you're in a public setting where you're around a lot of people, like at a concert for, you know, I don't want to brush up against some nasty, sweaty motherfucker who doesn't have a shirt on. I don't, I don't want to do that. You know, put a it's goddamn shirt on. It's appropriate in society. Like, yeah, it's got nothing to do with, I don't think it's really got nothing to do with male versus female. It's just one of those things where they go, oh, men have this, we want it. Fine, you can have our fucking suicide rates as well if you want that. You want everything we got? Like, fucking hell. Like, tits are tits. Tits are big fucking, they're titties, all right? Oh, Guys don't big generally have big titties. Yeah. It's globs of fat with a nipple. Yeah, I but don't see sexual, the attraction. And that's the important they're thing. They're not sexual. They are. They are. No. They are fucking amazing. Then they that tells me wonderful. your mothers did not breastfeed you. I don't think I was breastfed. See? But boobs are 
Boobs are fantastic and they're amazing. And carry them th- they, around. Carry them they around. They work for ad campaigns. No. They work for, um, for, for selling most anything. They work for getting free drinks at bars. They work for getting out of speeding tickets. Try they work for them turning attached. your husband on no. when you're trying to have children. Try they're wonderful. Live. They've always been sexual. Yeah. Imagine yeah. your nuts being on your chest and that's all anybody sees. That's the first thing that that is looked at when someone looks at you is your nuts if i had an chest. impressive set of nuts i would not be ashamed of that it's like when guys that go to the gym all the time you, wear tight shirts no when they don't because they look want at, you to look at their biceps and their rippling pectoral yeah and they're all they dumb as fucking dirt you know they're that's not true mainly vast- true not completely true <laughs> Not all men, damn it. <laughs> all men who work out at a gym that much that they have to worry about putting on the tightest white t shirt that they can fucking buy, they're dumb as dirt. You know, any it's, woman, no, it's no different to your fucking bleach blonde Barbies with their well, exactly. size triple fucking Exactly. They're the tits. kind that want you to look at their tits first. The vast majority of women, we have brains. We're not afraid to use them. And, you know, all mm. that is focused on is, well, you know, her tits are too big. Hers are too saggy. Hers aren't big enough. You know, oh, my God, too much, you know, more than a handful is a waste. Yada, yada, yada. You know, it's. There was just, there was, like, what's, you're talking about a very diverse argument. There are guys out there saying that tits aren't big enough. There's guys out there saying tits are too big. There's guys out saying, I don't like them because they don't reach her knees. Like, there's such a diverse array of of booby appreciation. But that's the thing. It's like somebody having an elbow fetish. It's stupid. Being that focused on two globs of fat on someone's chest and that being the only thing that attracts you to a person, you have a problem. I don't think so. I think it's, it's an initial attraction to a person. Like, that's the important thing. That's why they were put on the chest, because we started walking <laughs> up, right? We did. We, we, we became bipedal. We stopped fucking using our knuckles to, to get around. And they were like, all right, so now my ass isn't hanging up in the air 100% of the time to attract a mate. I need something to make them look at my front. I need something, right, you know, then we why more is a man's based. penis tucked away in his pants? Because I'm sorry, not all men are quite attractive to look at or have at, brains. Why isn't that out there where we can see it to say, yeah, that's somebody I want to, you know, fucking procreate with? They are absolutely in 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 certain tribes and societies where we they haven't advanced to that stage of social like social construct. Dicks are out. Yeah, dicks but they are out, should be. It should be somewhere more readily. Where we can see them and go, hmm, and not have to sit there and hear the old wives' tale of, you know, the size of a man's foot or his hands is indicative of how big his dick is, when really it's not. Did you just say indicative? Could, could, yes. Wasn't that good? Dick. Um, no, because a, a penis is placed in the same spot that a vagina is, so when we bend a chick over, it's easily to... You can, you can fuck them easy. If it was on your forehead... You'd have to be on fucking all fours to be able to procreate. It's just not, it's it's not easier that way. It's easier to have it where it is, so you can fuck a person. That's why the dick's there. The tits are there for attracting people. We're one of the only species on the planet where the male is the fucking ugly one. That's not true. 
every other species, the That's males are pe- pe- peacocks, males, bellbirds. Mo- look, most most from a, most from a female standpoint, where you have to buy a thousand dollars worth of makeup in evolutionary year. standpoint. Not right, but what, look at men's eyelashes. Women's tells women spend thousands of dollars in makeup, and there's. 30,000 different kinds of mascara out there to get those long, voluptuous lashes. Men are born with them. Hey, we've got guy liner. But that's eyeliner. That's not mascara to give D- the Duffy, long come up to lashes. the camera. Come up to the camera. <laughs> Let me look at your eyelashes. See, look at yours, Lint. You both do. You both have long fucking eyelashes. Women do not. But that's that's the one thing. No, but not all have, guys have fucking long, luscious eyelashes. Look at look at your people hair, that are even Lynn. more ginger there than Duffy. Are women They're out fucking there invisible. That would love to have your hair, just like Duffy's yeah, but hair. Because I, I grew it. No, as like I grew it. The color, I don't, like I was so lazy. I have not cut it in like three years. That's right, the but only there are reason. women out there that would kill for your fucking hair. The body in Duffy's hair. Women get perms every couple of months to have the body that. He has in his hair. He's just an albino fucking ginger black guy. <laughs> That's why he's got curly ass fucking hair. Um, I, don't, I don't like, but look at it. Like, really, I, I guess I can kind of see where you're coming from. If we were such the beautiful ones, y'all would be the ones wearing the makeup, not the women. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll take that. So maybe we are, <laughs> as men, meant to peacock. But the only reason men are meant to peacock because every other fucking species on the planet, guys go, please, 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 fuck me, please, fuck me. And women just strut around going, hmm, nah, oh, nah, mm, maybe. Like they're in the fucking discount aisle at a grocery section and then it's, they, they just pick whoever the fuck they want. Well, no. Like, and that's mostly that's prevalent. That's because when you look at animal species, the women are looking at the males seeing who's stronger, who's more... Developed so they get choice. So that they can continue the species. The human mm-hmm. race, on the other hand, will fuck anything that moves and smells halfway decent. It doesn't matter. We're, we we mm. have sex to have sex because it feels good. We're not doing it just to procreate, although there are quite a few people out there that have eight too many children, but that's a whole different show. Um yeah. But anyway, as much as much as I'm enjoying where this conversation is going, we need to steer it back to. But is there any of this what we just spoke about, <laughs> like at length, <laughs> as important as the young woman who was stoned to death by her brother and fathers, Again, or the young woman who was killed religion. with acid for looking on? Yeah, but it does. It's because that's the biggest problem uh, with inequality between men and, and women is religion. Right. That's where all this it. shit comes from. Get rid of, of it. Get rid of it. Absolutely. Um, I think the the reason that we had think about it like we just we just did it ourselves. The freely nipple thing was so fun to discuss and so easy to kind of like argue over. And then we've literally spent about thirty seconds talking about these poor people that have fucking died in the Middle East because it's 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 fun to talk about. It's fun to argue about. It's I wouldn't say it's like it's that it's more important. It's just there's more dialogue in it. It's so easy to go yeah Middle East that fucking sucks and just move on. So maybe we should take all the feminists, all the third wave feminists, and just ship them out. Like you want, you, people want to take refugees in, you want all the Syrians to come in, great, do a trade. Bring us all the good people who aren't going to try and fucking blow us up, 
and send all the people that want to change the world and want equality for all men and women and send them overseas to go fix this shit. And after that long fucking rant of mine, um, we are going to go for a break and you can listen to all these other podcasts um, and buy all of the shit that we're talking about on here. And a big shout out to our new distributors, Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, every time I go to get new body armor or some more drones, I always go to Amazon. But I don't just go to any Amazon. I go to rogintel.com slash Amazon. So this way I can help out my favorite podcast with every purchase I make. And I know I purchase a lot. Get to the chopper now. Movies. Anime. Comics. Video games and pop culture. These are but mere playthings for the manliest beings in all of podcasting history. The powerful Nerdcast. Hosted by the gurus of geekdom, Corey and Christian. Join them each week to discuss all things nerd culture. Everything from Star Wars to Dragon Ball Z and everything in between. Find the powerful Nerdcast on the Rogue Intel Podcast Network at RogueIntel.com. Hi, I'm Lincoln. One of the hosts of Remedial Radio. We bring you interviews with local bands and entertainers in a relaxing and soothing atmosphere. You many eat, it, eat, I will. It, eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Ladies and gentlemen. He's washing it down with a beard. Our drummer just oh. ate a cricket. We strive to give a professional sounding podcast. I've hit the fing toilet bowl. I'm shing my head off. <laughs> as I'm singing whilst maintaining a level of sobriety and dignity second only to the queen herself apparently oh, Jesus Whoa. Christ <laughs> just, they'll take oisy out them you can find our podcast by jumping on www.rogintel.com slash remedial oh my god <laughs> 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 what the hell did you hear that <laughs> alright and we're back Thanks for sticking around through all those breaks. I know they're annoying, but we need them. Ah, let's move on to Oscars So White, hashtag of 2015. And this is, this is, this is going to be all up your alley, Carrie, being racist. Okay. Um, this is about the marginalization of women of color in the Oscars. Uh, black women aren't getting enough awards for their acting. So I did a little bit of research, math stuff. And it turns out that at a population of just 14.4% of the USA, um, black people, and we can take into account that roughly half of that statistic is female, so 7.2% of an entire population are black women. Um, and in 2015, 11% of lead protagonist roles were black women. That's 3.8% more than the 7.2% that their demographic as a population represents. So, if anything, they are more represented on TV and in movies than they actually are. They exist within society. Um, and regardless, yes, more black women in Hollywood. I'm all for that. I don't, I don't mind um, black actresses. Um, and hardworking actresses should have more roles and a higher pay because when it comes to jobs where people earn millions for their on-screen appearances, um, it seems wildly more important than the... One third of girls in developing third world countries are married before the age of 18, and one in nine are married before the age of 15. 
In 2012, 70 million women around the world were forced into marriage before the age of 15. If these statistics continue, 150 million girls will be forced into marriage before their 18th birthday over the next decade. That's 15 million girls a year. And while countries with the highest prevalence of child marriage are concentrated in Western and Sub-Saharan Africa due to population size, the largest number of child brides reside in South Asia. Pregnancy is consistently among the leading cause of death in ages girls 15 to 19 worldwide, and girls who are married before 18 are more likely to experience domestic violence than their peers who marry later. A study conducted by the ICRW in two states in India found that girls who were married before 18 were twice as likely to report being beaten, slapped, or threatened by their husbands than girls who married later. Child brides often show signs symptomatic of sexual abuse and post-traumatic stress such as feelings of hopelessness, helplessness and severe depression. But it's a good thing that we're tackling that black women in an A-list celebrity society roles aren't getting their trailers filled with Cheetos and starring every role in every TV series out there. What are your thoughts on that? Well, let's see. We'll start with the third world country Mm. and all of that. Now... Did you notice this one wasn't religious? Yes. But Awesome. I have a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to take into account when you start using the term third world country that their life expectancy isn't what it would be in the US or Australia or mm. anywhere that isn't deemed a third world country. If, so, if you try to mail something from Germany to Australia, though, you pay third world rate. Yeah, well. Ger- Germany <laughs> considers us third world. Well, that's the Germans for you. They think everybody's mm. below them. Um, but when you're looking at you know people who probably won't live to the age of retirement in the U.S., which is 65 you know, or 67, and you want to keep your culture alive that means you need to back the age up to all right well if they're menstruating that means they can have children that means they need to be married and oh you're doing like a fucking so you're like a waco representation (laughs) where technically it was legal to marry at 14 I mean, in in the U.S., it was, you can get married at 16 if you get your parents' permission. Mm. I think, like, fundamentally, uh, I don't think I have a problem with that. Um, I don't know, there's going to be probably some backlash from that. But I think governed by our perception saying, like, you have to be 18 to get married and have kids and that's the appropriate age to do it, this is a very modern concept. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you. Like uh, back in the day, basically, if there's grass on the wicket, let's play cricket. Exactly. That's yeah. the way it went. Old it, enough to bleed, old enough to butcher. Well, and that it's was not only what that. got people to kind of you start them early because that's what women used to be. They're just fucking breeding machines. Go pick berries until you have to shit out a kid, shit out the kid, get pregnant again, go pick more berries, fucking repeat the cycle. And the earlier you can start doing that, the more people you can make. Exactly. And. As any organism on the planet understands, this is a fact of life. It's not the higher power. The purpose that we're here is to fucking procreate. Right. And the, the more you can do that, the better. Right. The thing, I think the problem is, is just guys get the better end of that deal. Well, they always have. You know, mm. It's just that when you're looking at it from what their culture is and knowing that 
Yeah, well, if we let people wait until they're, or a female wait until she's quote-unquote in love or, you know, she's old enough to find someone that she wants to marry, you know, she might be in her 20s. Well, that might mean she's dead by 30 because that's what their life expectancy is. You know, and if they all did that, you'd have groups of people just dying off because you don't have time to have more children and keep the population going. I, I totally well, be an interesting it. point because you could think that, say, in America, in Australia, in Northern Europe, like most civilized <laughs> countries, uh, the idea of waiting till, say, mid-20s, late-20s, maybe even early-30s to get married and start having kids... Do you think we have a higher population of, say, uh, mental retardation, uh, childbirth problems uh, for women that are starting their families later and then in turn having children at a later age yeah. than these societies that start having children early and then they can have seven or eight kids over the lifespan of between the ages of 15 and 30 and they're mostly healthy children? Probably. I mean, it's... If you look at, and I don't know if it's because it's more of a celebrity topic or a hot topic or they finally realize what it is they're looking at, but autism has skyrocketed. And oh, that's vaccines. We know that. No. <laughs> bullshit. Um, it's, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that people are waiting longer. So you may not have mm. your traditional, you know, Down syndrome or some other offshoot of mental retardation or anything of that nature, but who's to say autism isn't because somebody waited until they were damn near 30 before they had their first child? Yeah. Yeah, I don't believe it's vaccination because if that were the case everybody would have autism. Although if you talk to a lot of people who want to push that, they'll say that everybody is on the autism spectrum at some point or another. So. That's why it's a spectrum. You know what I mean? That's the way that works. You know, well, everybody's uh, on the retardation spectrum, if you ask me, because there isn't... Everyone's on the IQ spectrum, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a spectrum. Exactly. It's... But it's like a cu fucking color wheel. Every color is there. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, autistic traits, like you know, the, the most common, most famous ones of uh, being really focused on certain things and having certain things that you're really attentive to. Mm -hmm. Everybody has those traits. The mm -hmm. only thing you're really looking at is is the the inability to kind of uh, communicate socially. Right. And everyone has those traits as well. I mean, I have days where fucking I just want to sit in my room and not talk to anybody. I'm extremely autistic. I literally have my face this far away from my fucking video gaming screen, and that's all I do all day. I mean, I just, I'm not autistic. I just don't want to fucking deal with people. <laughs> like, these are personality traits that everybody exhibits. Right. Yeah, but um, I, I think people that are just less socially bound by, like, a concept of embarrassment are just more likely to uh, live with those traits day to day and... I mean, that's the way they're comfortable, so that's it. Right. Yeah, but it, again, when you're dealing with, you know, shorter lifespans, you have the lack in medical treatment facilities so that you do have women dying in childbirth. You do have babies mm. that don't make it. You 
So it's no wonder they feel like they have to push females into getting married at such a young age, you know, and you just a better be- chance of a success rate for right. And in these societies, yeah. there's no way that a female is going to have any other role than that of being a breeder. So it's no wonder the women are despondent. It, it, if all you knew is that when you got old enough, all you're going to do is start pushing out kids. You had nothing else that you could try and achieve with your life. Yeah, I'd be despondent. I'd be suicidal. Doesn't mean that mm. it's because they got married at a young age. There is nothing else. You know, you want to make things better. Bring in the education. Bring in opportunities that you know people can live longer and seek better lives. You know, instead of living in huts made out of elephant shit, they can have real houses and try and do something to be better than what they are. You know, but so would say like even. Would you say, just to bring it back to this point, that if we were to try and combat all this sort of stuff, um, it would be more important to maybe bring modern medicine to third world countries? Modern medicine. uh, They always say that they don't have access to clean water. Something as simple as a mosquito net to keep insect issues down when they're just trying to sleep. Get them water irrigation. Teach them, you know, how to farm appropriately in the landscape that they live in. You know, anything. Do something to help bring up their level of living, and you're you're changing everybody's life. You know, you yeah. Don't- oh, wonderful. And we can. I think we can both agree that that's a more important thing than making sure more black women have roles in TV shows. I don't know. That might be kind of important because. <laughs> in, what, in what way? Like, because we've when, all watched fucking black TV shows. All they do is fucking yell. Yes, this is true. Like that's, but they just do, scream, and that's their version of comedy. Is just screaming at things. But I'm talking about it's more more mainstream, not totally slanted to that audience. I'm talking, you know, how like Halle Berry and uh, oh, she's not black. She's a fucking mocker. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I, mean, like, what's, I don't see the, the problem with it. The people that are running these TV shows, the, the networks that are putting these on, they're marketing. It's a business. Shows. It's a business. And if black people... I'm about TV shows, Lent. I'm talking no, about if black people major, only take up 14% of the population, why would they market all TV shows to 14% of the population? You wouldn't. I'm, I'm it's it's not, a bad marketing strategy. Lint, don't make me throw the phone and walk away. Um, <laughs> and if you're listening to the last episode, you'll understand what that means. Um, it's, it's more about getting them into real roles in movies or something that shows that a black woman doesn't have to be Claire Huxtable or... Um, Who the fuck is that? You don't know who Claire Huxtable is? Uh, the no. wife of Bill Cosby on The Cosby Show, Claire Huxtable? Never watched the Bill Cosby Show. Well, I wasn't that devastated when he came out as a rapist. I kind of just went, eh, and just kept scrolling. But, you know, probably, they, probably. They, they get so stereotyped, you know, they pander to what they think people of their color are going to want to watch. You know, instead of giving them... But who's going to know better than them? 
But when you like, have, if that's their conscious decision to no, go for those roles no. and Come to on, make Black that comedy, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Oh. Let's give them something so that they can. Prove what, like their to own us? TV network? No, let them something prove. Like that? I feel like they no, have that. They do have that. They own but all black them... cast movies. I think they have that as well. Yeah, they own but all it's... black cast TV shows. They've had that for over thirty years. Yeah, what well, what is it they're missing? One, no, they have one all black cast television show on air at a time one every 30 years you know you don't have when you have an ensemble cast like friends why they're mm. in the middle of new york fucking city you mean to tell me not one of them could have been black no why or, because Oriental. black people can't afford to live in new york city oh bullshit that's why there's so many of them that live there come on no they live in detroit and then they catch the train no, Detroit's a ghost town. They live in New and York. And then they hang out in New York and then they go back to Detroit. That's, no. They don't live there. No, it's, it all falls back to, you know, they all they want to say that Black Lives Matter and that, oh, they have such bad role models or they need better role models. And, yeah, I get it. You know, you want to see people doing things in film that white people have been doing since film began. You know, but but it the doesn't whole idea mean- of film is to depict unrealistic standards. That's why we watch films. That's why we read fantasy books. Is because we want to see something that we don't see in our day-to-day lives. That's the important part of it. If you want to look at like someone to be fucking inspired by, look at Martin Luther King Jr. Look at Bar- fucking Obama. There's a black guy who's a president. Aren't these better people to be like, why aren't there enough black now, women presidents? You want to talk about someone who's not black. Oh, Obama, he's black enough. He's the blackest president we've ever had. You've never had Do you guys have... <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, don't so, live yeah, here. yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, did you guys ever have a president that died in a fire? Because I feel like he'd be the only fucking possible candidate that could win this argument. <laughs> but I would say that the bringing proper medicine and surgical procedures and social structures to third world countries is a little bit more important than having more black women. No, um, no. They're, they're, por- they're, no. they're portrayed more than you they they actually in exist country, in society. You don't live in a country where. You have so many people that live in a ghetto and... We do. Not like we do here. Come here Our Aboriginal communes are... I will. I'd love to. I'd love to do that. (laughs) Let me take um, you downtown. Our Aboriginal... Yeah, like we have we, places that you just legitimately avoid because it. We need. It's a housing commissions made for Aboriginal people to live in, and they hate white people. They ha- so we now, stay the fuck out of there. Okay, but now That's you need that to works. shut up and let me talk for a minute. The reason yes, is that there needs to be a stronger presence in Hollywood for the black person because when. They're sitting there wanting to imitate these gangster fuckers that they see in videos and in the music industry. And that's really the only thing that they can strive to be is some other decked out Kanye piece of Mm. shit. You know, you need the role models. You need strong people with good ethics doing the right thing. I mean, we have tons of them that are white that do that. You know, they need that. I'm not saying give we'll every tons role. of them are white that don't do that. They're just depicting social stereotypes. They need, like, but I do it. I agree with you 100 percent that yeah, if the black community they, um, they had need, better role models, yes, yeah, they need absolutely. that. They need that other than the 
Oh, I'm gonna go slam dunk the... a basketball and make millions and still wear eight hundred pounds worth of gold chains and I'm gonna hit, you know, my wife in an elevator even though that was a football player and I'm going to, you know, buy these sports cars and I'm gonna live the quote unquote gangster lifestyle because they mm. don't know what there is out there other than that lifestyle. They need Do you think I'm going to get like I'm just going to go completely against myself here and say, do you think this is possibly um, that that kind of cultural cultural stereotype has been perpetuated by white people? Like you say that, um, say like a white director is writing like a black-ish movie and is mostly predominantly going to be targeted towards those ghetto kids and stuff like that. They take the worst stereotypes they can find, perpetuate them as kind of heroes on screen because they want to reach that demographic and get those sales. So now all these younger kids are watching these uh, like, you know, black ghetto kind of gangstery guys on movies and going, well, that's what it means to be successful. Um, we say that's our fault? No. Well, not mine personally and yours, but <laughs> no. do you think white people no. who've no. run the film industry for so many years... No, are, because it started with fault? music videos. It all started with music videos. As soon as they started doing rap, music videos and you know oh that's that's how i'm going to show by they you mean black they're that's how they are showing their 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 success by having you know 15 layers of gold chains and the diamond tits everywhere and and Mm. driving you know these sports cars and you know they don't they get bottle service and you know they're whatever it's they're trying to portray that as being the best that you can be is living like that. You know, so no the real morals. person to blame here for there not being enough black people represented in movies is black people. No. No, that's not what I'm saying. But you're saying it's their fault for, for, no, for appropriating they, the idea of you have to be a gangster to be successful. That's because they don't have a voice in Hollywood. They don't have... I think each individual human being, regardless of race, is smart enough to look at someone and go, no, nah, he's a fuckwit. I don't want to be like him. No. Like, if you're so easily swayed by media presence or, like, or someone who's meant to be idolized in a movie, say, then you're a fucking idiot. When, you you're, probably deserve when you were growing up, Lint, did you look at anybody that wasn't white and go, I want to be just like that person? Yeah, 50 Cent. I find that very hard to believe. I was a big 50 Cent fan when I was, I was, I was really into hip hop when I was younger. I still do like hip hop. Um, Eddie Murphy, God was hilarious when I was younger. I don't yeah, find but him I'm funny saying, anymore. did you, did, is there anybody out there that you wanted to emulate and be that person when you grew up? Oh, no, because I never really wanted like to be them. anyone. Okay, well, when a child is small, they're not looking at someone who is of a different color than them, they are looking mm. at people that, resemble them that they can try and model themselves after and it's going to be somebody of their own culture you think so because we go back to this young kid with the nfl player that's rare who didn't and he's not grown up yet now is he (laughs) and he probably Mm. will never wear blackface again well he's they've made him racist now he's now aware of racism yeah the kid was not beforehand yeah exactly um, so, yeah, I think that's correct. Oh, it's a great movie, actually, called Finding Forrester with Sean Connery and some black guy. Um, and he's a really, really good English literature 
um, student, and they have this amazing dialogue throughout the whole movie. Uh, I implore you to watch it, but that was a kid that I really... It was one of my favourite movies growing up, and that was a black guy that I would happily say that it was one of my favourite movies. And because of this young kid who liked to go shoot hoops and his mates all, like, spray-painting stuff and breaking into things, and he chose the path of becoming a writer instead. And, yeah, so if I'm going to say there was a black kid that anyone should look up to, that guy, because I did. Yeah, you don't even know his name. Nope. <laughs> so, must not have I think I used to. to. I don't... I don't... <laughs> no, the, the, so he's not, yeah. <laughs> that movie he meant Rob a lot Brown. to me. Right, that movie, Brown. that story. You know, I'm yeah, talking but it was, about... But it had nothing to no, do with the fact the kid was no, black no, no, or not. He no, was no, just no, a, no. You're a kid not going to take and hang up the picture of the person that that actor was portraying in that movie on your wall as a child. You know, you're going to hang up the picture of that rock star that you would love to be when you grow up. Or you're going to hang up the picture of that movie star that, God damn, I wish I could be just like him. You're not going to... So you're saying it's not really anyone's fault. It's just the fact that that's the way it is. And people are going to look up to those people regardless. Yes. And they need better choices in order to... So we should stamp out any any good musicians if they're not portraying themselves as a man in a suit and tie. Well, no. It all falls back on choices and having... Of the individual. Right, and they need to have more options. There's white kids out there constantly that are going through problems at teenage years that end up idolizing people like Hitler and Jeffrey Dahmer and Ed Gein. Like, because they just don't fucking connect with anybody. Who you idolize as a kid is, is kind of got nothing to do with what's, what's forced on you. It's what you discover and what you relate to. Right, but if you don't have anybody of your culture that's worth looking up to... Look outside your culture. It's kind of hard to do that when your culture is forced down your throat. Well, I mean, like, yeah... Can we just be super racist here and say that if there's no one fucking that great in the black society, maybe don't emulate black people. If you're a black person, go fucking look outside of society and, and your society. Are we, like, are we really going to just narrow that down and go, there's not enough good black people, and that's that? But, see, you don't understand what it is to be black. Not that I do either, because I'm of not Of course black. not. Black people don't understand what it's like to be white. And I don't know what it's like to be a fish. It's, that's the most irrelevant argument. No. If, if anything, we have a better standpoint because we can look at it from the outside. We're not culturally lived in so your subjugated. Skin your entire life, and your the color of your skin is not the optimum color. You have a whole different outlook on life and the way shit happens to you. You know, if you lived in the middle of a slum down in Baltimore City, and your skin was the color of night. Your outlook in life is going to be totally different than the white link Gannon sitting in Australia. Mm. Yeah, you're going to view. I I am a privileged white guy. You're gonna you're gonna view life and what comes at you. It could be the same fucking thing, and you're going to view it in two totally different ways. And this is coming from the biggest racist I know, and that's me. (laughs) I'm loving getting this stuff from you. This is great. Yeah, but, it's, so you, you take take a look at that. It's I think it's uh, that's up to the individual to decide whether they want to harbor those kind of feelings towards they don't have other people. If you if you are black as night and you're living in a slum somewhere in a ghetto neighborhood, and you're you'd be the, more celebrated probably, for the color of your skin by your peers. No, 
You're not. Would you not? You would. You would. No, there's what? racism in the black community. If you if your skin is too dark, you're too dark. If your skin's too light, then you know there's envy. There's you know there's hatred. There is there is no community in the black community. You know it's kind of like women. Women hate each other. <laughs> we oh, just do. Fucking women are the worst thing for yes. women. And like, the they should black... all be put in little boxes separated from each other. Exactly. And there'd be no problems. But, you know, the black community is very self-destructive. You know, they'll band together when they have to, but they will rip each other apart just because one's a different shade of brown than the other. You know, it's not... Well, they're just fucking assholes, aren't they? There's so many different <laughs> shades of white. Like, I'm close to a pale blue. Duffy's more of, like, an opaque... Um, you know, and we don't rip on each other about that, apart from me just ripping on him for being fucking <laughs> opaque. But it's not really racist, is it? And uh, I, fuck, I, I feel like I, I don't want to defend people like that. Well, has has anyone has anyone ever told racist people that it doesn't we matter. all came from the same? Doesn't species? matter. <laughs> <laughs> It that? doesn't. It's just well, the same well way people hate redheads. It damn well should. It How about matter. that? We know. Oh, I love at home with them. <laughs> but like, we can fuck around with each other because of your different skin color. It doesn't matter. Doesn't like you. Like Duffy, you read at night. He doesn't read. No, you don't read. Do you ever want to read at night? N- no. Damn, my whole joke goes. Out. My whole fucking joke goes out the window. No. I'm. I'm gonna I, say when I like to read at night because I'm so <laughs> pale. I just take my shirt off. I I uh. I just. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. I I yeah. I just like to go to bed at night. I I like tonight when I go to bed. I'm just gonna go from where. Why do you sleep when it's whatever dark, I'm doing, races. and I'm just gonna go into the bedroom, and go to bed. <laughs> you when it whenever it gets black, whenever it gets black out there, you just shut your eyes and hold on tight till morning. Why am I a racist? <laughs> You fucking racist. <laughs> hey, I like six months. That's like saying City you're like cool with months, black so. people because you're president. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, I have a black friend. I'm allowed to use that word. <laughs> I use it and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word. All right, let's move on to the last one. All right. Ah, this is the fat shaming one. 2016, this is this year, with hashtag F your beauty standards, which the tag didn't come out this year, but the fat shaming, the, the body positivity movement has been huge this year. Play? So basically, um, is that a play on oh, that? it wasn't, but it can be. <laughs> yes. So a hashtag created by an overweight cupcake enthusiast, Test Holiday, um, <laughs> don't make me laugh, um, also Self-proclaimed body positive activist unleashed the wheezing and halfway up a staircase on my third break kind of anger on the world who didn't believe that morbid obesity was unhealthy. (laughs) Pursuing this avenue of bigger is better, encouraging thin and fit girls to believe that they are worthless and need to eat a burger in order to be beautiful, launched a campaign that went against every primal urge to reproduce with someone of sound mind and body and spurred us into a more of Andy end of Wally uh, based future. Other 2016 hashtags are hashtag gender fluid, 
in case you want to make sure the world knows you'll fuck or fuck or be fucked by anything that takes your fancy. Heads up, no one cares. And hashtag Aces2016 with tweets like, Every time you use a gender pronoun, you're making gender relevant. Use gender-free pronouns. Hashtag sexist creeps. Hashtag Aces2016. My iPad just corrected trans to trains. We have a long way to go. Hashtag sexist creeps. Hashtag aces2016. Hashtag copy curmudgeon. Um, and finally, opposite sex assumes a binary and an opposition. Try another sex. At a PVS Chicago. Hashtag sexist creeps. Hashtag aces2000. Blah, 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 blah. I just love the iPad one. My iPad like auto-corrected something from a word that nobody uses to a word that lots of people use. Boo-hoo. Like, oh god, people are fucking annoying. Boo-hoo. But uh, let's find out what was going in the real world. Whilst third wave was concentrating on yelling at post offices who delivered their mail to Miss Fuckwit instead of Z Zem Z Xerox or what the fuck ever. Vatican City still won't let women vote. There's one. A foundation for American ideals and freedoms still oppresses women and the flag you stand under and scream liberty for all is born of oppression and this isn't even a third world country. Who, by the way, need feminism. Now, an Italian woman... We're going back into religion here, Carrie, so I hope you're okay with that. An Italian woman who planned to hitchhike across the Middle East to prove that Muslims are peaceful and that trust can be put into an archaic society who don't value women as humans... Uh, was raped and murdered. Good. By Muslims. Good? Oh, wait, we're getting back to that. Um, yeah, and this is my little rant here. Screaming about your right to stuff your fucking face with confectionery. A woman was raped and killed whilst trying to promote peace in a country that needs feminism, and your main concern is body positivity at any slash any unhealthy size. So, let's talk about that. How do you feel about that, Carrie? <laughs> now I You're allowed to eat cupcakes, okay? I will not fat shame you. Oh. I think you're sexy no matter how many cupcakes you eat. But that's just my personal opinion. I'm a chubby chaser. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just for people that eat and cupcakes. you're gay. I prepare that prefer, like, um, sexuality fluid. If you got fluid, I'll fuck you. I don't want. I don't want your fluid Yeah, I don't want your sex. I don't want. I don't want your sexuality I I fluid anywhere near me. Time, some alone time. He's lying because we talk about fucking each other all the time, <laughs> and we do it on this show. I'm aware and I'm privy to it, and there are times where I think I need to leave the room and give you all some privacy. And quite frankly, I'm jealous. <laughs> All right, so well, how do you feel about this? This stuff in your face with bullshit. Um, <laughs> let's start with how do you feel about pos- body positivity at any size? I think if you are happy with you, that's all that should matter. Um, mm. I think if you're happy with you and you're truly happy within yourself, you'd want to spend as much time alive as possible, wouldn't you? Um, If... It means having to be at a gym, constantly working out to fit into some. Oh no, that's just fucking hashtag gym life bullshit. And ideal. no one goes to the gym because they care about looking the way they do. They go to the gym because their Instagram page gets well, more no, followers. It's all about 
the mainstream. How many people do you know that go to the gym every day and don't fucking update their Facebook about it? Well, yeah, those people. There are those people that do that. You know, but there I don't know are- anyone that goes to the gym every day and doesn't tell everyone about it. Huh. I mean, there are people out there that are so worried about meeting that ideal body image, you know, the one that mm. is thrown in your face, you know, whether it's a commercial, it's a ad in a magazine, it's an actor in a movie or a video, it's out there. And, you know, I'm glad there are people out there that have that body type. Not everybody is born or has that genetic makeup that will allow them to have that body style. It's just not possible, you know, so... I'm I'm very happy people have that body type because, like, that makes porn so much better. Because, Amen. yeah, because that's... Like, like we're talking Amen. about um, trying to find people to fuck and procreate earlier, is the whole idea behind that is to find someone who's strong and powerful and will bear you strong and powerful children. Um, and that's what we're here for, is to procreate just and to fuck and then move on. someone is thin has fake boobs and can be pounded by a well, they're fire They're not attractive hydrant. people, are they? Does not make them... They look like fucking Keith Richards. They're always gaunt and disgusting. They're not fit. They're not strong. Yeah. Look at those people and go, you definitely have a cocaine habit. Well, you have to think back to not all that long ago where it was the body image. It was the popular thing that... If you were thin, A, people knew you were poor. B, people didn't want anything to do with you. They were looking at people who had, you know, meat on their bones. There were, Mm. because it meant that you were well off enough that you were fed. You know, it Mm. was the fact that, you know, narrow hipped women weren't good for having children. You know, you no. wanted a woman that had wide hips and a decent frame to be able to carry that child and, you know, work that farm, you know, because that's where you got your food from. And now it's, you want all these little twiggy bitches that, you know, you look at them wrong and they're snapping half. It's an interesting point. And I would argue that, back when there wasn't much food, that someone who had a lot of food would be, yeah, celebrated. Right, because you had money. I would also argue that now that there is a lot of food and it's easier to come by food, that maybe the attractiveness has gone the other way and you're looking for people who are humble enough not to gorge themselves. But you also have to think that because of lifestyle now, you're not working outside. You're not doing anything other than sitting at a desk all day. So the people that are going to the gym every day, they're actually more dedicated. No, they're more worried. They're, they're, they're less more lazy. They're worried about what their peers think of them. The extracurriculum activities take into account, into account the fact that they, maybe they do work behind a desk all day and they aren't getting that natural kind of, that high, that endorphin thing that, you know, say laborers get every single day from working hard. So they go out after work and as in order to kind of retain their humanity, they go and work out. They're not lazy. Apart from the person that goes, sits behind a desk and then say comes home and just cupcakes. 
It's no different than a woman putting on eight inches of makeup to give you the illusion that she might be halfway decent looking. But when you mm. scrape that shit off her face, chances are you'd be better off putting a bag over her face before you put your dick in her. Love it. Love it. No, but I mean, it just... All right, so... <laughs> we'll, let's agree to meet in the middle ground, and we'll say that you don't have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger to be fit, to be healthy. And I don't give a fuck And let's also say that fucking Rosie O'Donnell is not healthy. To me, I don't care what a person looks like it's their it's who they are and i know how are we friends then oh oh it's because you're not typically an asshole like you are right now Uh. but (laughs) overall you're a decent guy um you know it's don't tell people that i'll fucking lose viewers (laughs) he's sweet and he's huggable Mm -hmm. and he just acts like this because it's his show um but (laughs) uh it it to me, you can work out all you want. It's not going to change who you are on the inside. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole with abs. It doesn't fucking matter, you know. If most guys with with abs are assholes. All right, and if you go and true. spend six grand on a new set of fucking tits, you're still someone who has no brain, no self worth, and aren't worth the six grand that you just put on your chest. That's an interesting avenue of conversation to kind of. Pursue though, because I would argue that someone who goes out and gets fake tits, while I'm not a massive fan of fake tits, um, I see it as another form of body modification. As someone who enjoys having tattoos and um, I like to grow my hair the way that I do, body modification is, is very personal. And I think you are an idiot if you get if you get tits because someone has asked you to get tits, then that's you're an idiot. If you get tits because you feel like you would feel better with tits, then I'm all for that. Right. Because I get tattoos. You know what? Where I don't get tattoos? Like on my back, though. I don't get tattoos on my back because I can't see them. So I like to look at myself with my tattoos. But typically when a woman gets boobs done, it's because... It's, She's sick of buying her own drinks. No, it's... It, well, that's part of it. But there are it's several It's a fucking reasons. small investment. Six grand for never paying for a drink again there, in your life? There's several reasons. It's because either... Her own boobs were too small to meet what the media says that you should have. No, what she's personally perceiving as what she should have. No, when you are just... There are plenty of women in the itty bitty titty committee that do not get enlarged breasts Right, but how many of them do you see on the movie screen? How many of them do you see in TV? So who who are we targeting? Who's the problem? Any teenage girl that watches TV or opens a magazine. They're fucked. So they're the problem. No, they're not the problem. But they're the ones buying the magazines. But they're the ones, they're the consumers that are, that are letting the these magazines continue. If people just stop buying the magazine, they'll have to shut the magazine down. No one will buy them. The people that are the problem are the people that are buying them. Because that's the way they want to look. It's got nothing to do with what they sell. They're, they're just putting a product out there. If people don't like the product, people won't buy it. Okay, and you own a Mac, why? Because it was the easiest way for me to be able to start recording without having to buy external software. He's got a point there. Macs are great for And it didn't have, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have enough money to, to buy. But you um, had enough like money Pro for an overpriced like Apple product. It's overpriced if you want to be a gamer. 
No, it's overpriced in general. It's dear. overpriced if you. No, it wasn't. I paid thirteen hundred dollars for this, no. and the same yeah, setup you... as a PC. I'd be paying more than seventeen hundred dollars for it. And no. I bought this off the shelf. This no. was a display model, by the way. Yes, you're not in your country. No. no. Well, no. you do live in a third world country, then. I do. I do. I have to go to the fucking the, the rubbish, like those little African kids, and like pull apart fucking computers for money, scrape the gold off the uh, the CPUs. Germany had it right. Third world country. This this was cheaper for me. This is much cheaper for me. And I'm not yeah, getting a new computer yet. Now. Soon, <laughs> not yet. And even then, it's not going to cost me heaps because I'll trade this motherfucker in and get most of my money back. Hey, Carrie, do you want to lead us out? No. Do you need the call to action? Come no. on. Come on, do it. Come no. on. Please, 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 a little bit. No. I don't have a laptop, dude. <laughs> I'm not looking oh, at okay. it. Hey, you guys like the show? Check us out. Spoken. All you need to do is say... Hey, you guys like the show? Oh, Check us out at spokenunspoken.com. Yeah. Wait, so Carrie, you spend the whole time sitting here just having a convo with me? Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. That made that makes yeah. me. Yeah, Why do you we think should she's do this so again. into it? She doesn't have a laptop. Not immediately. I was thinking about it. Yeah. It has to subside, kind of like childbirth, to where I'll want to do it again. Like <laughs> 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 kicking the nuts. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Thank you for being on, and thank you for arguing with me. Of course. Anytime. This is good. I think you probably tore apart all my fucking arguments. That's because you gave me nothing but religious-based bullshit. But that's the... Oh, no, feminism... We'll, fucking, we'll be here for, like, fucking... Femi- 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 like, the patriarchal system is based around a set of structures from a fucking book that people follow to their deaths. Right. That's where this gender inequality stems from, is religious texts that say men are better than women, and we... Fucking see, design our rules, our a, laws around that. We could have also had a very good argument on equal wages for the same job. We could have talked about Which whether exists. it's a, Every, a woman's choice. In my country and yours. You know, but you don't believe in a wage gap, body. do you? Do I believe in a wage gap? Yeah. yeah. Would do. you believe in the wage gap that if, if you and I are both working a cash register at McDonald's, we're going to get a different wage? No, there you're getting the same wage. Yes, everywhere you're getting the same wage. No, you're really not. Yes. No, you are. if you're doing the exact same job as a dude, you're getting the exact same money as that dude. The wage gap comes in from saying, okay, here's all the men that work and all the women that work, and we're going to put all their money. So if you have 10 guys in a room and three women in a room, and they're all earning five bucks an hour, and you put all the men's money in one corner after one hour, they have 50 bucks. You put all the women's money after one hour in the corner, they got 15 bucks. And you go, why are we getting paid as much? Why is our pile of money not as big? Because that's how that fucking works. No, that's not how that works. And if you're going to start talking about like CEOs and stuff, like there aren't enough women in corporate positions and shit like that, you know, you want to, you want to be a CEO? You want to be a, like a physicist? You want to be um, the, the, I don't know whether the top person in a hospital, whoever the fucking runs all that sort of shit, go to university, get that job and go get that job. That's what you need. Because women are more likely to take things like nursing. People are more women. Women are more, more likely to take jobs like uh, in beauty therapy and stuff like that. And men are more likely to take jobs in mathematics, physics, um, and, and corporate roles. Well, considering that women are typically better with mathematics, I find that hard to believe. Now, as far as... If women as are better at mathematics, why are there not more physicists that are women? There probably are. They just don't go out there and want everybody to pat them on the back. It's more of a, if you go into a corporation and you have two VPs that have the same 
background, same education, I can guarantee you that man is making more than that woman. Guarantee if you can find me one example of that, I'll believe you. I will spit on a fucking dime. If you can find me one example of two people in the exact same role where she's learning less than, less than him, every, every, single ver- like every single variable is the same, I'll believe you. Okay. Got nothing to do with the fact that she may have taken 12 months off for maternity leave. Got nothing to do with the fact that he works 60 hours overtime a week and she goes home and she, she bathes her kids and puts them to bed. Got nothing to do with that. They both work the same hours, same company, in the same role, and they still get paid different money. I will absolutely believe you. Okay. And then, then, we'll, then we, we definitely have a problem if that's the way that, that things are going. Oh, you know I'll do it just to prove him wrong. <laughs> You're on I, a mission from God. Please. please. And if you don't want to come back on the show, fucking email me. Send me all that shit. <laughs> You don't know how many times you've almost gotten hate mail from me to begin with. So do it. You know how good that'd be. So Lynn, where do they? Oh, spoken so at rogueintel.com. S p o k e n at symbol r o g u e i n t e l dot com. So do you spell it because you think your audience is too stupid to know how to spell yeah, it? Yeah, if they're fucking, if they're listening to this shit, they are. <laughs> yeah, because I was about to say, I was about to say, if you, <laughs> I was about to say, because if your audience, uh, if, if you're listening to the show and you don't know how to spell rogue intel. I have issues, man. Every time I yeah, type then, it then in, you've got every time I type it in, I go rogue UE deeper than the intel. Fact that you listen. And that's how I get it in my head. Well, you know, we do have some. Well, you know, we do have we do have some fan mail today. Did you want to? Uh, it's not hate mail, okay. but do, let's do that. You know, did mail you want to uh, answer anything? Don in Brooklyn, New York. I'm assuming NY stands for New York. Duffy, correct me. I do believe so. All right, New York says, hey, Lint, exclamation mark. I love your last show, exclamation mark. Pete was hilarious and can't wait to hear part two, exclamation mark, written with the digit two, not the not the, the normal way that you write it. Um, and I love the sound of the ocean. Uh, it made me almost think I was there with you guys. Keep them coming. <laughs> M, keep E-M apostrophe coming. No G on the coming. All right, thanks, Don. Thanks, Don in Brooklyn. <laughs> Why are you criticizing this guy? Oh, he said he liked the show. He didn't say it was a fan. This is your fan. Uh, Don, if you're listening and you are a true fan of the show, send me a photo of your dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just before we go, in case anyone is wondering, uh, here are the the gender binary and gender neutral pronouns. So uh, he, she, her, him, hers, his, and pronunciation as it looks. Uh, and then the gender neutral are they, them, there, as it looks. And there is Z, her, no, Z, here, his, Z, zee, zees, and Z, zem, zare. So just, I um, mean, in case you were wondering and you didn't want to offend anyone, just rattle all those off and then say, um, please tick the appropriate box. And then you might, you may start a dialogue with someone without offending them. So, so now I've done that public. So can I pour gasoline over Z? No, because and, then and, and, and light a match over hers. And oh, and, man, and watch Zerd burn. Do people do this. That's what I want to know. That's, that's, that's what I want to know. I'm gonna. I'll do a disgusting. whole episode. This is a waste of our time. The X Y 
and XX chromosomes, which make you a certain gender. There's a reason guys have nipples. That's right, because we start, we start. I mean, as there's a, a reason guys have nipples. And our clitoris Enough becomes said. a penis. And that's how that works. Some people don't, though. Some people get stuck halfway in between and they become hermaphrodites, which are fun for all the party. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Carrie, thanks again for coming on and being very patient. My pleasure. And, and extremely entertaining <laughs> and knowledgeable mm. and just all round wonderful. But I'm out of here. I am, I've been Lynn Gannon. This is Spoken Unspoken. You can find me on RogueIntel.com. Peace. You've been listening to Spoken Unspoken. Jump on over to SpokenUnspoken.com for info on today's episode. Email me, spoken at rogueintel.com, with potential topics, hate mail, or even to join me as a guest. Spoken Unspoken is a proud member of the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. Find all of their great podcasts at rogueintel.com. I'm good. I just needed, I needed something to get people to listen in. <laughs> you know, I didn't actually hit start broadcast. Is this an issue? <laughs> Oh, really? You need to, like, fire your producer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I um, would, but you, you sleep with him more than I do. Oh! <laughs> I'm sure if we were in the same city, that would be the other way around. Oh, fuck! Why is this not broadcasting? Well, no, we are recording. We're just, and we are broadcasting now. Um all right, uh, I am recording. This entire thing has been recorded and will be a part of the best of, I guarantee it. All right, This is going to be part of the episode. The episode started. We're not doing it again. We're just going to kick off. So how do you guys know each other, my producer and my guest? It's... Oh, wait, no, we, we can't do this. I'm, I'm the silent producer. No, you're not. <laughs> we've already we've already had quiet pete on the show and he was he's still less loud than you so i'm uncle cool dude this is this is kind of like um prime just with different yeah. episode music no let's let's do it again we're meant to get to that but in a cheeky way yeah yeah let's let's do it again am i all alone i guess so i'm all alone there's no one here beside me. My problems are all gone. There's no one to divide me. Where the fuck do you guys go? What do you think it takes to hang a piss? <laughs> Carrie, you've been sitting here listening to me sing the whole time and not fucking say anything. <laughs>